Welcome to Cooperville. The Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Subscribe, get updates, feel better about your life. Welcome to Cooperville.com. Welcome to Cooperville. Make sure you use a coaster. It is the Welcome to Cooperville podcast and uh, Twitch live sessions from quarantine. Uh, Going to be joined by Eric Boatwright from Shallow Side here in just a bit. But uh, I got to pay the bills, as the kids say, uh, as my kid says, like, hey, where'd you get in the mail today? I'm like, uh, bills. Like, he doesn't understand the concept yet, but he will someday. I told him to get a job. He hasn't yet. Uh, Midwest Meals, MidwestMeals.com. Those 13 rotating meals always online for you. They, uh, they ship out on Mondays nationwide, so you get your order in by Fridays at midnight. And they'll ship you your meals for the week. They come, uh, they ice pack them in and you get them at your door. And uh, meals and dishes taken care of for the week. Plus 10% off your order uh, with Cooper as a promo code at checkout. So check out MidwestMeals.com. Violent Gentlemen Hockey Club at ViolentGentlemen.com, their website. Of course, uh, they got a new team out uh, out on the West Coast there, out in uh, Seattle. They just put some new gear up for that. They got a whole bunch of stuff, not just clothing. They got bags and socks. I even saw they have masks now. So covering the wide gamut of your your badassery at violentgentleman.com. Promo code there is Cooperville15 at checkout. That's 15% off your first order with Violent Gentleman. And of course Monster Energy, they're always they're they're everywhere. They just they just send me cool stuff. That by the way is not Monster. Just giving you a heads up. But I have had several today because as you know, I get up early, get cracking, go running, take care of a 10-year-old podcast, sell beard stuff and um I need all the caffeine I can get. Monster Zero plus Rain Body Fuel. Check out Monster Podcast. That is the hashtag we use uh, all the time on our socials, so make sure you uh, jump on board with that. Uh, this fine fellow I've known for, for many years, and uh, the stories this man can tell, the stories this man has told me, has informed me of, uh, I feel like the book... Eric Boatwright should be coming out soon. I feel like that's that's really what you should have been doing during all this quarantine time is writing the book of Shallow Side Survival Guide. I think that all would have uh, you you could have fucking retired by this point, bro. It, uh, you know, it would have helped if I could write. You know, that, that, <laughs> words are hard, man. If I could just start off with uh, learning uh, English properly uh, we might we might have some some good stuff you know and something i pride myself on is the truth so i'm I, i'm not one of those fish story guys i'm going to tell it like it is mm-hmm. um i just continue to tell it my way uh, maybe i got skewed vision i'm not sure <laughs> i think it's all about perspective like from my perspective here is how this <laughs> yeah. situation happened the the angle that i was looking at i had the back view of the fish so it was definitely 12 foot long it really well i had an eye patch on because i'm half pirate <laughs> i'm half pirate <laughs> the the good half uh we got people jumping in on the chat here on twitch uh, hi princess jess uh and isa buya they're in they're jumping on their chat and they're saying hey uh so if Hey-o. you eric boat writes in the house uh i i told you this before we jumped on here but you from this angle, and here we are talking about perspective again. You you look like well put together, like like you got your shit figured out. It's weird. I'm not sure I'm okay what? with it. I don't know. You got the maybe, sh- you got the maybe, nice shirt. Your hair's all like. The, this shirt's really thin. Uh, I live in South Carolina, so um, it's just normally 150 degrees here. <laughs> uh, 
so so we got we got to wear thin clothes. I'm I'm actually only wearing this shirt right now. No, oh, so. pan, it's a pants free conversation. I like that. Yeah, it, look, it looks good from the nipples up. It, this is actually a crop top, so like my belly button <laughs> buttons exposed too, uh, along <laughs> with everything else. Uh, but I appreciate it though, man. I appreciate it. Like I I try to look like I I put it together. I'm mostly just falling apart on the inside. Well, I think. The, the fact that exterior perceptions are really much more important than what's going on on the inside. I feel the uh, the 21-year-old college girl look with the bare midriff and the no pants uh, going on on a Friday night, you know, jive you got going on over there. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, from my view, you got you got life by the balls, man, just like a 21-year-old college chick going on on a Friday night back when they could do that. <laughs> it does feel youthful. I won't, I won't <laughs> lie about that. I will not lie about that. You know, uh, I, was, I was watching um, – the the commercials come in uh just or the shout outs come in just before i jumped in and saw all the monster gear you know what i didn't get um before we started this today i did i did not grab a drink what was i thinking i uh i did not grab a monster but this clever little fellow right here covers up most of my existence which is the latte of the mountains of bush that's good. I like that because it's it's, because Monster doesn't pay me enough for the podcast to actually afford beer that's more than you know twenty bucks a thirty pack. <laughs> you know, same. <laughs> <laughs> that's see. I used to be like a huge like craft beer guy, like drinking IPAs. And there's two mm-hmm. issues for me with that is the fact that I drink IPA like it's Bush Light. So I'm just like, fuck, that was good. And then uh, I also realized that. I don't make enough money to afford, you know, $20 four packs. I need a $20 30 pack. But at the next day, I usually feel about the same. So I, you know, I recently, um, I, I recently started diving into a lot more beers and I started like, I, I guess, evolving the palette of beers. Mm. And um, I didn't know. And, I mean, and trust me, I get that this is complete, utter ignorance but that a couple of percentage of alcohol in a beer can absolutely dramatically change how many beers that you're allowed to have. <laughs> I, did, I had absolutely, you know what? I learned uh, what most would say the hard way. Mm, uh, mm. I had a great time. So I, I was, um, there, there's a, a beer company here in South Carolina and I dove down into it and I was like, Yo, this this beer is great. I can have three of these beers where I don't have to drink seven of mm. you know the 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 major beers. And I was like, all right, this is great. I can do this. And then I started realizing it's uh it's three times the price. And then I was still just like rolling over a six pack. Like, I'm, re- <laughs> I'm ready to go. It's it's Monday afternoon, five p.m. and I'm just tripping around, acting like I'm going to mow the yard, and I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just wrecking stuff in the suburbs. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here anyway. <laughs> Take me back to Alabama where I can do this shit every day, and it's okay. It's acceptable. Everyone's all confused of why I got Daisy Dukes on and <laughs> high ankle socks with uh, my white New Balances, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just trying to be dad, dad right? Life. I'm learning it. It's total dad life. Yeah, the IPA stuff, and uh, oh, Booyah said uh, Two Hearted. That's a good one. Uh, Bell's Brewery. Uh, there's there's two hearted that's uh that's a michigan one right 
at Bells, I think is Bells out of Michigan. I think so. Booyah, we'll we'll jump in the chat and, and mention it. But there's uh like top yeah, there we go. That's uh, that's my boy yes. Jeff. Yeah, uh, he's actually from Michigan. He's yep. the one that turned me on to that. And he was oh, like, Oh, it's your fault, Jeff. These. Asshole. Yeah. So so uh and that, and that's what he is an asshole. Um <laughs> we we had uh we're drinking Bud Lights and then uh, I'll probably like on the fifth or sixth one, and I'm like, you know what? Just drown in these because they they go back a lot smoother after you've had a couple of them. And um, I just woke up the next day with an extreme, extreme makeover. My entire face was rearranged. <laughs> I was like, I was looking upside down in the mirror. And I'm like, how did we get here? Where did the UFOs abduct me? Is that what happened? Yeah. The fucking UFOs are coming and they took me and that it's a probe. That's what I felt like I. Toppling Goliath uh, is out of, I think it's out of Iowa. Great brewery. I mean, and they have some like heavy duty stuff. So they have this IPA. It's a, it's a hazy IPA, um, pseudo Sue. And then there's King Sue. And I thought it was just like, oh, maybe uh, the hops are a little more golden. Like, I don't fucking know. It was <laughs> two bucks more. I don't, I don't read numbers. I'm, I'm like, you trying to write. I'm like, and I don't understand. <laughs> so and it's a four it's a four pack of pints. So I was like, oh, this is good. And I, I drank all four of them. And I woke up and I thought my eye was in Iowa. Like I'm like, oh, I can't there the needle went in so far it I could see it protruding out of my right eyeball. And so now I, I know better than to drink all four of those. There there may have been, I mean Jack may have made an appearance after those four. Like I have a good idea. That's that's always how it works out mm. too. That the the bravery that comes from beer is is unmatched. I used to think, you know, as I was younger and I was a uh, first experiment <laughs> experimenting with alcohol that like whiskey and vodka made mm. me invincible. Oh, yeah. But like eight beers and and it's like not only am I invincible. I have ambition. <laughs> I am motivated to, to, to do stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm now now <laughs> I'm hydrated. I'm motivated. I got a full belly. Mm. So like I'm ready just to get it. And then, you know, 30 minutes into uh physical activity and I'm spent. <laughs> just rocked. Game fucking over, man. The other issue with drinking when you drink beer like that is it it does fill you up if you if you get to that like eight, eight, nine beer point. Like you yeah. feel full, so you're like, I don't really need to eat. Like I'm good. I don't food. Good. What's that shit? Plenty of calories. I'm good. like uh, pork chop in every can. They say like I'll be fine. <laughs> I've never heard that before. It's a pork chop. In every There's can. a pork chop in every can. That that's that's classic. Jeff, by the way, says he's just trying to be the best bad influence he can be. So thank you, Jeff. I, we we all need people like you in our lives. I think. Bad. But you guys have uh, so we've been going through this uh. This whole thing, this uh, COVID lockdown, shutdown stuff. Yeah, Torture, I know, man. I know, because you guys, uh, of all the bands I ever met, and it's been a handful. Like no, I, I can't remember anybody having more fun. Not only performing on the road. I mean, bands always. They, you can tell the bands that are having a good time, and the bands that are out there just doing the thing to do the thing. But you guys always had a fucking blast. Every every show didn't matter. I mean, from the, the stages of Rock Fest to, you know, I remember you guys doing that um, uh, that charity cancer benefit uh, over here a couple of years back. Yeah. You know, for, so for a smaller audience, but always putting in full effort. But then, you know, the the after show 
fun party, uh, interacting with fans, uh, maybe getting into trouble, Heath. Um, but this is like where you guys thrive. This is where, like, you know, this is where shallow side exists is in the world of touring and stuff. So, very true. How have you, uh, besides the mowing the lawn in the crop top, Daisy Dukes, New Balance, uh, besides stuff like that to try to circumvent the the loss of touring, what what have you been doing to keep yourself occupied these days? Uh, well, I, I mean, to, to go back, man, you're you're so right. Um, Shallow Side was basically birthed right there on the asphalt. Mm. That's that's how we came to be. We were touring before we had a legitimate set list to perform to you know perform with we had more cover songs than original songs when we hit the road we knew more about um booking a show than we did writing or recording a song before the the band was like really set underway and it was just because of our determination just to, to get out there. Mm-hmm. And we didn't care if people wanted us or, or, or would, we didn't care if people would allow us to play five songs or 10 songs or allow us to play t- 10 songs, the same 10 songs that we only knew three times. So we could play three hours. Like it was just whatever it took. And and that building mechanism um, allowed us to grow nationwide yeah. and it wasn't quickly and it wasn't easy. And if I could go back and change it, I absolutely would, because that was hell. That was a <laughs> that was a lot of hard work. But the fact that we did that and accomplished a lot of goals set in front of us was um, absolutely amazing. And it was super cool that we started right, probably right at about three years ago. Uh, we started hearing that, or, or started learning that the people that we would meet in Wisconsin were the same people that were coming to our shows in Michigan and they were meeting people that they've never met before. And now that now that they've met now their hobbies, both were to go to rock and roll concerts. And now those same people are going to watch, you know, Royal bliss. They're going to watch shaman harvest. They're going to, watch you know another last year those dudes are they're going to watch shinedown together they're mm-hmm. going to the uh to the justin bieber concert um so <laughs> do you know what wait wait what what, wait. You, what was that what do you say what was that what was that last thing what was that <laughs> so the, the these the people from several hundred miles apart are now becoming friends and the then COVID happens it's just an interesting uh bullet point to put on on that relationship and scenario they're social distancing together so they're, they're still traveling hundreds of miles just to meet up and be friends and that man that is the same feeling it's something i never even expected to be that's the same feeling as when you hear the big crowd sing it back mm-hmm. you know the song that you wrote it, that is the same feeling that is it's huge because now we've not only created music um friendship we've created a network of friends that now go from here to there and we don't we most times are not even involved you know mm-hmm. they're just there because you know they found you know a mutual interest and then it continued to grow 
but uh, having to to put that to rest because of COVID mm. has been excruciating. And at first, it was a mental pain. It was just like, man, this this sucks. This yeah. is this, we we just need to get past it. We need to do whatever it takes. Let's move forward. Uh, and it looked like we were for the first time, and not to get political in America, but uh, for the first time, we were like, we're going to do it. We're mm-hmm. all going to come together. This is going to be a thing. We're all going to fight it. We're going to win. And then like uh, Washington, D.C. got involved mm-hmm. and now we're all at each other's throats constantly. So it's it's really like slowed down the ratio. And now that same mental pain is like starting to become, you know, physical. Like I'm, I'm looking around like maybe I should see a doctor, but I don't want to wear the mask. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you're going to go see a good proctologist, here's what you need to know. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait. Different doctor. Never mind. That's, that's not what you meant. They're cleaning pipes out there. <laughs> but, uh, so, that, man, what if that's the cure? That would suck. Bummer. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd do it. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying I'd make Heath do it first, <laughs> just to see see how much he liked it. The more he liked it, the less likely I'd be trying to like, do it. Wait a it. minute, you came out of that office with a big old smile on your face, Mr. Fields. What's uh, <laughs> dude? The fun is in here. Go through the door, knock twice, wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> wear a mask, wear a mask. Uh, so the the only thing that that we've been doing well i say the only thing we've we've been uh we we've sat back uh, something because we toured so much we put so much effort on mm. the road we didn't have a lot of emphasis on uh streaming mm. on you know social media content creation which is you know an absolute necessary thing to do and some artists only visualize themselves in that aspect Mm -hmm. where me personally the only way that i felt that i could reach out and touch someone was you know literally being there Mm -hmm. i needed to hand them that cd i needed to make sure that they saw it live in person and know that it's a real thing Uh, this is this is actually created by these real people and uh i i still get it a lot and not not to play the the rock star or anything but still get those messages like man i can't believe uh that you guys actually even respond back and i'm like are there people out there that are not responding back just (laughs) dude point them out (laughs) what are these assholes i'll find you and i'll leave give me the list want the list give me the list <laughs> show me i'll eat those humans because yeah. uh because i I'm, and I'm not gonna say who it was but that happened to me before we started playing music i was on my space reaching out to this band and, and just a fan and i was like hey i love this song i can't get enough of it the lyrics in my perception, and they look like this. Um, can you give me your thought process when you were writing it? Mm-hmm. And completely just snubbed, mm-hmm. snubbed. And this is how I know I was snubbed. The band didn't make it much. Um, the band didn't make it further than what Shallow Side is today. And um, they didn't last much longer 
than a couple of years after I sent that message. I mean, it was like year two of Facebook and they were yeah. gone. So man, that happened to me. So I, and I stick with that today to, to be available, you know, to, to all those people. And anyway, to go back to it, we, we started focusing a lot more on content on uh, being able to do lyric videos, to do music videos, maybe putting a visual aspect to a lot more of our audio than we have previously. And, you know, cause before the visualization to our audio was um, we're going to be in your neighborhood. I mean, this right. is, we're, we're playing at your spot. We're, uh, we're on the festivals. We're going to be rolling through with these goon bags at the theater over there. And then, you know, so now, now we're working uh, in a different effort trying to uh, put together. And a, a, a lot of that stuff's fan oriented, you know, for them, by them type of situation. But uh, we're, we're starting to notice that we're um, diving into a lot more uh, acoustic covers too, which is right. it's fun. That's a, that's a fun thing to do. Um, and I know a, a lot of radio people, they see the covers come through and they're like, Jesus Christ, not again. Yeah. But uh, it's for, for me, it's interesting because I get to dive into it. I get to dissect it. You know, I get to recreate it on my own, which I'm not really trying to recreate it. I'm just I'm just living in the same moment that they were when they recorded it. Um, I'm not trying to, like, make it different or make it my own. I'm, I'm just trying to do it and feel what they feel because I'm. I basically just out there chasing the high of yeah. of more music, you know. Yeah, I'm a junkie for it. Princess Jess uh, says she's winning the vote for cover contest currently. You got a con? You, got, you guys doing a contest to? Yeah, we put up a, a cover? contest uh, on uh, on our Facebook page about um, comment your comment a cover that you think Shallow Sides should do and uh, most likes gets gets the win. So. If if Jess has got it, we might as well just go ahead and do it. Jess, what was the, yeah, what what was was the song? song? Yeah, what was Let's it? See. She'll she'll type it in. But no, it's she's like Baby Baby <laughs> O by Justin Bieber. <laughs> Son of a <laughs> Or it's Baby One More Time by Britney. I wanna that you know, actually I kinda wanna see that. I wanna I wanna throw that in the pot there as uh as a possible. Man, that uh have have you seen what's been going on with her social media stuff lately? Is she wild. She, she dancing. I think. I think maybe. I don't know. Uh, she That's might. Crazy. She creepy. might. She might be hitting that King Sue toppling Goliath IPA like early in the day. You know, like like breakfast beer. I need to bite of that stuff. <laughs> That's the breakfast of champions, right? And you, you put a uh, sixteen ounces of that in your gully before the day begins. You're like, oh man, let's go. You're like fucking, you know. Yeah, you're like you're ready. You're ready to start the day. Ready to make it happen, <laughs> or or steal cars. I'm not sure. Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. That was what I was gonna try to say. So that's a lot. That's a lot of what we've been doing is um working on creation. Mm. I, I guess that's that's basically what uh, that's basically all you can do. You know, when when you're an artist, and I mean you you know firsthand when you when you're told can't be here, mm. you just go and find your own four walls, and you're like. I can make fire in here then. If you're not going to allow me to put fire out there, I'll make fire in here. Right. And I'll enjoy it. So that's that's what we're shooting for now. So Princess Jess, you said uh, Black Velvet or Dirty Diana? Ooh, those are good ones. Those or, are good ones. Or, or Footloose. <laughs> do, I, want you, I want you to do Footloose Acoustic. 
I you know that that would that one's been a lot. Um, they love that. They love that and wish that we would um re- record that cover. Uh just just have it. We got really close and then um that the uh the country guy from The Voice did it. Oh, um, Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. That's right. Did, that, when, did, the, when the they they redid the movie and that came out, right? Yeah, that's when the remake came out. Like we were about to jump in the studio and and run with it, and then we saw that uh, he was actually tracking it, and I was like, "No, he's gonna ruin it. It's a rock and roll <laughs> song. Just let him have it because I'm not gonna like try. I'm I, I can't. My pride will not let me not." fart in his mouth <laughs> because i know that he's going to ruin a, a good rock and roll song and turn it uh too overly country and he did mm. we all saw that coming mm. but whatever that's life yeah, yeah. uh black velvet though i could definitely rock some black velvet that's a that song's that song's gritty it's dirty that song was stripper music before stripper music dun 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 that is a lot of miles. Um, that uh, that is that song about Elvis. It is about Elvis. Yes, it is about Elvis, isn't it? Yeah. Shaking his hips, boy, had it. Yeah, I mean that was I mean that was X rated back in you know back in <laughs> Elvis's day. They're like, oh, we're gonna need to put the camera uh from the hip up. We don't want to see you shaking your hips and doing something crazy like that. Man, imagine that shit. People looking at fucking Instagram right now, going, <gasps> "God, man, it's it's a good thing those people aren't alive. They, <laughs> they, well, they, they just die. That's what would happen. Well, except for Elvis, because he's still alive. He's still out there. Yeah. He'll never go. Him and he Tupac, is. they're just him and Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> Although I think Tupac is out in, in the front, but no one's calling it out. Uh, Montel is Tupac. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes, that's who it is. It's the same person. I swear <laughs> to God, it's just they just look they look like the same one. They're never, they're never gonna notice. Yeah, they'll never catch me. I just put no. this earring in. I was on, and this has been a weird thing. I think about about not quarantine. I guess whatever. Not really having much else going on is being able to fall down a rabbit hole. And like I was on a a rabbit hole of Tupac for like a full day. Somebody posted something, some meme on Facebook, and I was like, man, I haven't heard Two of America's Most Wanted in forever. And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, suburbia, small town, Wisconsin, just Tupac blaring, you know. My neighbors are like, what the fuck, dude? Like, It was amazing, though. It brought me back to my my youth in a small town in Wisconsin listening to Tupac. Yeah, that's that's good. You know, I grew up listening to Tupac, too. Those were – that I secretly – listen to him because mm. being you know i grew up in north alabama so like I, I i grew up in the buckle of the bible belt mm. i was where the latch happened right, right there, there in the right latch in the bro right in the latch yeah they like in uh our community was raised by preachers mm. and principals and that was that was it like get out of line go to hell that's all there was it was just fire and brimstone around there so i was you know sneaking off Still, I see no changes. Wake up in the morning, and the, <laughs> just in the closet, just a little white kid by himself. Yeah, like, jamming to that uh, discman. Uh, I saw Eminem come out, and I was like, "Now is my chance." Now <laughs> Here is it my is. Time to shine. 
That's what they say. You know, it, you see somebody do it, that means it can be done. Yeah, <laughs> true. Follow true. Eminem. <laughs> no, I remember, like, you talk about music and not, like, people being uh, afraid of it. I remember having uh, the cassette tape of Appetite for Destruction, the cassette tape, and just wearing it out. But my mom found the the, the cover. You know, they insert the cover. Oh, no. And there yeah. was the, the image there of, like, the alien, like, and the girl with her panties are on her. Yeah, it was explicit. And, right. and And I've never seen a... A cassette tape shattered into. Like, she probably cut her hand like four times just breaking that motherfucker. Just like, <laughs> what do you think you're listening to? I'm like, well, they, they don't talk about aliens having sex with women on in the album. Like, what's the deal? Take the cover. I don't care. I just want the tunes, lady. Yeah. Well, man. Yeah. That's that's gotta hurt. I'm uh, Eminem's first album had the pill on it, the mm. broken. That was uh, I got in trouble for that one. Parents found that one. I, it was over, and then they started finding all of the CDs with uh, ex, ex, like the the, the parental advisory sticker. The yeah, yeah, the little black and white one. Mm-hmm. That's Thanks. when I knew my life had changed. I was like, I'm just trying to be a grown up in a kid's world, <laughs> and and this is not working out. It's, not Nan- it's Nancy Reagan's fault. Nancy Reagan made him put all the parental advisory stickers on the damn um, it nancy damn it nancy makes you right no i think she's is she still alive i don't fucking know i don't know i don't know but i don't know speaking of rabbit holes i have recently ran down one and because it's 2020 it's all political and it's terrifying it is terrifying is the world of politics as thick up where you are as it is down here or are we just all infested with it because it's, it's it's everywhere because you you can't even decipher now what is like politics from politicians and what's politics from your friends or followers or shit people share on social media because there's no there's no clear and defined line it's just big giant gobs of shit fall from the sky and into your phone and you're like that's a meteor. I, I just came on here to see half naked ladies. Like, what? What is all this? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. This is crap. It's a meteor, and I want all my money. No, that's a big Where's chunk a of poopy. <laughs> I don't like any of this. No, I, it's it's thick up here, and every, and everybody's of course got the uh, you know as opinionated as they can be when they're behind their their device, you know, spewing out all their thoughts. It's it's a it's strange and uh, here here's something that I find um, the like so unnerving about it is that the facts aren't even real anymore. Mm. Like the the there there are no such thing as facts because if it is factual, meaning that it it's real and it actually happened. That it's it's so real, you can physically even touch it. If it goes against the other side's narrative, it's wrong. Yeah, so, that is so unnerving. Like you, you, there's is it's, it's zero middle ground in in that direction. And it's just man, it's such a headache. It's such a headache. And and I guess that's I I, I guess the reason I'm, I fell down the rabbit hole recently is because we've been trying to create so much um, content that mm. I'm trying to consume it as well. And the more that I consume, the more that I'm just like, you know what's cool? Owning a farm <laughs> on a hundred acres in Wyoming and yeah. 
fighting off coyotes with ducks. Yeah. I mean, I can do that. I, I actually, I kind of, I want, I want us, that should be a, a reality TV show, but no, I never, I had this conversation, strangely not, not Wyoming necessarily, but you know, would you be now living in today in 2020, just with all the shit going on, could you remove yourself from society per se and go and have that hundred acres somewhere in the middle of nowhere, live off the land kind of thing, you know, no Wi-Fi, no whatever. And like, if you were to ask me that in 2019, I'd be like, fuck no. I'm like, I, I need to have, I need to be able to, you know, spew my craft, which is talking to people right, on the internet. But now, I mean, that conversation came up and I'm like, that actually doesn't sound half bad. It's not, it's not too bad. You give me a little little, little trout it. creek running through the back of that property and, you know, some, you know, deer or antelope and a bow. Over. Man. And a bow? Make it happen. Dude. I could, I could, <clears throat> I've said for a long time and, and I'm 100% know that it's, it's true. Um, if it wasn't for music, because, and I've claimed this since we started playing that, that music is, uh, my greatest asset and is also my, my biggest downfall mm. because I'm tethered to it. So I must tour. This was before COVID thinking. Um, being able to tour means I'm not allowed to be home. So like it, it, there's always the yin to the yang. Um, if there what if it wasn't for music in my life, I would not even have social media. I just right. wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. Oh, it just like point blank. I just wouldn't. Just simply, I I couldn't. And at this point, I'm starting to debate whether. I could get, I mean, for the longest time, if it wasn't for our publicist, I wouldn't even have a regular Facebook page. I just had the, had to, had the, um, the like page for so long right. because scrolling through the news feed was just a nightmare. And then of course our publicist, Doug, damn it, Doug, is what we like damn to say. Damn it, Doug. We've damn had, it, we've Doug. Had, I think we had that conversation on the last podcast. Damn it, Doug. There you go. Damn it. It's always Doug. It's always Doug. Um, he convinced me that, uh, enabled to, uh, or to be capable of networking easier and it not being so awkward or me having a cloak of um, weirdness around me. Right. And I needed to have like the, the regular stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do it, but under one condition. And then, and then I never made those conditions. I was probably, <laughs> just, I was probably having I let, those, uh, I let, let that just fucking dust off <laughs> into just, the air. Like, as soon as I figure that shit out, I'm going to tell you what I didn't it is. follow through because like any other artist in the world, procrastination is my number one achievement in life. <laughs> just wait, waiting on the conditions, man. That's all I'm doing. Yep. No, it's, uh, the, the, the web has become extremely tangled. You know, you, I think people maybe had, a maybe there was a, a conception early during COVID when everything kind of got shut down. Almost... I don't want to say to the extreme of like post 9-11, but like this, we really are all in it together. You know, this really humanizes everything. You, are, you know, we're all connected in this real, not even Team USA thing, but like globally, like, hey, as a human yeah, race, global. we're we're like, you're, you're we really are all equal. And then 
after the two weeks went by and people started going, um, I need to go to the bar. I need to go to a show. I need to go to my kid. If my kid has to stay home another fucking day from school, one of us is not coming out of the house tomorrow. We're and burning I'm, the city down. And I'm bigger than he is. So <laughs> for now. But people just, the, the, the derailment happened. Like after the first couple of weeks, everybody started to kind of, that's where the divide happened. We're like, the economy, masks, fucking conspiracy, vaccines, Bill Gates, babies, like shit just is, it's a mess. The The it's world a is a mess. How do, how do we get back? How do you, how do you think that we get back to it? Here's what we do. I got it. I got it, bro. I told you, I told you when I, we fucking set this up, I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to jump on this live stream. We're going to solve all the problems. Okay. Today, today's the day. <laughs> today. Today's the day for everybody in the chat right now who's watching this live. Congratulations. You're going to be the first to know. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Send the IPAs. <laughs> first, we're going to get some beer. Then, I like the way this is going. Then, we're going to call Doc Brown and we're going to get the damn DeLorean and we're going to go back in fucking time. Okay? Here we are. You, like me, this. Marty McFly. Maybe we'll bring Jennifer and Einie, the dog. We're going to get in yeah. that DeLorean. And we are going back in time. We're going to Wuhan, and we're shutting it down. We're going to be like, hey, 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 hey. Everybody chill the fuck out. Have a beer. Stop eating bats. You weird scientists over there, stop fucking, like, stop, just stop, just stop. Put, put the shit put down. Put the bacteria down. Put it down. Close the door. Wash your hands. Everybody chill. Okay? We're going to need a translator, so we got to find somebody else to come with us in the two-seater DeLorean. But we're going to make it fucking happen. That's how it, That's how the magic happens. Then we, if they, we, you know, they riot, we shank people. That's how it works, man. I like it. Yeah. Solid plan. Solid. I think so. I think it's well thought out. Yeah. I don't <laughs> see any flaws. We could do this. <laughs> what What could possibly go wrong? Uh, maybe the translator. I think if yeah. anything was to really mess things up, it would be a translator. Because I would say something, and they mm. would be like, that's not English. <laughs> Wait a minute. You'd say something, and then they'd know we weren't speaking English because mm. the IPAs were talking for us. So at that point, um, you know, maybe, and just maybe, it already happened, and we're the cause. Because... That's where it was, and now, now if we jump in the DeLorean, we're just going to just repeat the cycle. Well, there is something about messing with the space-time continuum, so I've been told. But you know, why not? Yeah. But what? Nah. But twenty. I mean, even after like the COVID thing hit, it felt like those two weeks went by. Everybody lost their shit. Everybody still obviously has their shit completely lost. But like random things. Random bad things kept on interjecting themselves. Like, oh, people are kind of like saying, "Fuck COVID." I'm just going to go out and live my life. Then they're like, send in the fucking murder hornets, dude. Send in the murder hornets. Freak people out. You're like, oh, my God, now, now there's murder hornets. Like, well, I didn't mind COVID so much. The, the vitamin D cures COVID, and all you got to do is stand under the sun. Good luck running away from yeah. the murder hornets. It's like, like they a, had their own tale of like Hunger Games right now. It really is, and and they probably had their own theme song, you know, some dramatic Danny Eiffelman fucking Corey, you know, song that they came, the Murder Hornets came into, you know, it's very dark I, and. I hope that is because uh, I've never seen the um the Murder Hornet before, but I hope that their wings flutter 
um, in the in the rhythm or melody of uh, Final Countdown. That's what I'm hoping for. Just... <laughs> Fuck! I'm getting my vitamin D, assholes. I'm just trying to live it out over here. But no, it's it's, it's always that. something. And then you know you had you know the the riots and stuff and you know we're in we're in wisconsin here where, where i live i mean we're like an hour and 15 minutes away from minneapolis st paul so we're like on the border and and they're talking about they're going to come and come to wisconsin and they're going to the small towns i'm like i wouldn't fucking do that dude yeah <laughs> I do. yeah now i know i know i mean it's it's it probably like where you're from in alabama like you don't don't venture too far outside of the city limits yeah, they have. They ask zero questions. Um, they don't ask. They really. They see. Well, and I, shoot. I, I think it goes down to and and this this isn't a golden rule, but I know it's an ancient rule. Don't shit where you eat. Mm. And the city is not where you where you eat. That's not where food's grown. That's right. not where people are are creating uh, you know life for other humans. It's just where people are living. You know, there's people where people are residing. People work there. Some, I mean, you, there, there is life happening in the city, but the process is happening on the outside of the city. Right. And you just can't shit where you eat. It no. just doesn't work. It's, I think that they, that goes uh, all the way back to maybe even biblical efforts. But you have um, people, and, and when I saw that there, there was a, a, a slow movement um, trying to move their efforts from the city to the suburb, from the suburbs to the rural areas. I was just watching thinking like, man, um, don't, don't do that for your own safety. And that's just where that is. Like that, like the, 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 I mean, in, in a place where you can probably get two or 300 people, together smashing windows there's a house that's like 200 yards off the road that would just completely take out 200 people before you made it to the doorbell yeah and then that's where that i mean and then that same person uh working at the morgue would just pick up all your bodies and um you know store them wherever they need be maybe give it to the um the celebrities and politicians for their adrenochrome or whatever they're doing <laughs> nowadays. yeah you know you gotta <clears throat> rob peter to pay paul apparently <laughs> but you, and you know that dude in that house that the house down the road a little bit he's been practicing for that day forever he's like i've been he's, just he's, waiting, he's waiting just waiting he just, come he's on down there with a stick can <laughs> his ipa Speaking oh man! Yes, he he's listening to some fucking Yellow Wolf. He's just pegging people off, man. <laughs> yes, that should be your next collab. I think. I think you and and Yellow Wolf should should do a song together. I, I so. would absolutely rock with with Yellow Wolf. That dude, because um, he's an Alabama like, guy too, isn't he? Yeah, he's. Yeah. I believe he's from uh, northeastern Alabama. I'm not sure of the city maybe gunnersville or something like that um some somewhere around that. but yeah alabama um Al- alabama represents yellow wolf 
just as much as that is vice versa. So that's that would that would be awesome. That would be I don't know how much it would be for him, but for me, <laughs> super awesome. I would be so damn dude. With I that. think he would love that shit. He'd be like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, let's fucking do this fucking shit. A, a lot of in, interestingly enough, just listening to to our music and, and his music, there's there's a uh, elements. Um, even though I know his music isn't uh, directly created right there in uh, Alabama, the, like there's elements of his music that s- coincide with a lot of our stuff, which is for me very interesting. I love seeing that. It's hailing outside right now. What the fuck, man? Murder hornets, riots, COVID. Hail the dust storm. Do you remember that oh, one? That dust, was a thing the, for like two days. The that's right. The dust is coming over from from Africa, and it's going to pollute the air. And now the air is going to be all screwed up. We and you know your mask is. I'm like, wow. Like I thought Ben Fraser. Uh, I think I thought he was going to come back for it. Ain't that his name? Uh, what's his? Um, is it? Is it? Who? Who did the mummy? Oh, Brandon Fraser. Yeah, Brandon, not Brent. I well, I, I think Brett's is much <laughs> less talented, younger brother. <laughs> the, Probably his, his, his it butt is double. We'll just throw all the Sam's Choice out, the, out at it. <laughs> it's fine. He is. He's the Sam's Sam's Choice uh, cola that nobody wants. But it's only a quarter, so you get it. You know, when you go past the machine, that's just life. Makes sense. Now, so speaking of collaborations, like if they're, I mean. I, I, I love the Yellow Wolf idea just because I, I do feel, especially in like the newer stuff, there is a lot sonically uh, that is uh, that I, I feel that's why I brought it up because I, I feel that kind of there's a dirty rock and rollness to it. And I guess when I think of, you know, you guys, there's there's a dirty rock and roll element to it that uh, that I love. And, and I think that even ties into the uh, the Black Velvet song being that that kind of dirty, gritty yeah. rock and roll kind of attitude vibe to it strippers can dance to it which is a plus i think for for everybody well everybody involved not everybody but for me um but if there was a like is there a an artist out there that you'd be like yeah i could i could see us doing something really cool together uh i there there's a few artists that i've um that i've thought would be a a fun collaboration uh, yellow wolf being one of them uh, was was actually one of the top notch because you always want you uh, initially I guess creating music you want something out of your genre base because you feel that you represent it enough that uh, you need the extra element but then there's also um, there's things I'd I'd like to see in rock and roll happen a lot more and mm-hmm. that's that's just collaboration among more rock and roll artist right you know they i mean you see it in hip-hop they'll swap verses all day long even in country they've they've dove a lot into that but you don't see that in rock and roll um I, i'd name a few that i would absolutely love to work with uh top of the list right off the off, off the head um seether mm-hmm. would love to work with them uh shine down would love to work with them I would even love to work with Nickelback. I think that they're so versatile as a band and they're to, for me legendary. That is very unpopular opinion. I think it's an unpopular or unpopular I've opinion heard, or I, I've heard or it's just fun to make fun of Canadians. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. Being as close to the border as I am, it 
it may be just the Canadian thing. Like, hey, we're from Wisconsin, but at least we're not from Canada. Yeah, there you, you know? go. <laughs> there no, you go. Nickelback has always got. I've always been a huge, uh, not a huge Nickelback fan, but they continually put out in my you know twenty years of radio career uh, opinion, fantastic song, well written, uh, radio friendly, super. I mean, they go to and they they pack arenas. Yeah. You know, and I so I don't understand. I mean, I'm not sure if it was they were built up as this, not next Metallica because I've heard that reference. I'm like, nah, no. But they were supposed to be like the next rock band, like the next rock thing that happened. And they kind of there was little pop elements in there. And I think that's where it all kind of went off the rails for them, as far as that that popular opinion or unpopular opinion whichever they it is. just got too popular they got or something well they got too poppy there was you know they crossed over to, to top 40 radio and they did some really soft stuff and oh that is true and everybody's it's like true. well can i won't if i can't understand the lyrics i don't like it all right cool bro <laughs> whatever do you man be happy but I, I i could i could definitely um run run a rock song with those dudes um alter bridge mm. for sure um I I'm not sure that I could go with a lot of the metal scene. Yeah. I'm I'm just not sure uh vocally I would be able to fit in their realm. It just to me um would seem seem a bit different. However, uh I've met producers that can just do anything. So right. so you never know. Never know what it could be. I think if, if you if you look in the probably like the top fifty songs of rock, I would love to work with all those dudes. Yeah. That would be that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. There's a lot of other bands that aren't really at the at the top of the list that um I'd I'd want to work with too. A lot of the lower level like uh, national acts that 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 we tour with, I would. I'd love to work with them too. Maybe, maybe it just starts a trend. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe we just start a trend and we just start running, running amok on collaborations. Cause I feel like that is needed, you know, in a community effort. Yeah. Especially in the rock genre, I think is you, you, you hit it on the head with, with hip hop. I mean, hip hop will, you'll have a, a list of artists on a song and it's too far to fit on your screen. You're like, who, who, who else was on this fucking thing? Yeah, true. You know, country does it um, a lot. Uh, country cro- is, is crossed over a little bit and into you know some other genres and, and done some things. Obviously, there's maybe a little more criticism when they do that, but but rock feels like it has, and I think even you kind of nailed it too with the uh, the 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 line between like rock and roll, true rock and roll, and and metal. There's like this this curtain. This iron curtain between the two that even though you know there can they can coexist at a festival in a festival setting, um, mm-hmm. you know and and but as you but I think that even proves the point more because you'll have people that are there to see, you know, a shallow side but will also go up and and watch Lamb of God be on stage. Now, right, yeah. because because despite popular belief, people can like more than one style of music. I know it's a Heaven it's forbid. I know, like how dare you not tote the flag for metal or speed metal or death metal or thrash metal or rock and roll or pop rock or like, whoa, like dudes playing instruments. That's kind of above and beyond what a lot of people are doing 
uh, yep. in in the scene these days. But but Rock Gather is not Very that true. big collab. Like, hey, cool, like Shallow Side and Seether threw down a track, and it's you know fucking badass. You just don't th- hear that shit. I think shit. there's a stigma to it because once you become cool, you're not cool anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. I think that's the stigma, you know, for yeah. that that rock and roll holds. If you read a lot of the articles and stuff, or, or not, I, I, let me take that back. If you see these um, rock and metal publication places and they post anything, period. If it has a positive message with it, the comment section is just riddled with mm. disgust they hate it they like loathe it there's there's love here and it feels sticky i, I don't, don't like, like it. it it makes me yeah. itchy it makes me itchy in the crotch <laughs> it's so it's so strange and then but then you'll see that those same publications and they're like um the the same person we were shitting on yesterday has died and everyone's oh r.i.p oh, man. Uh, that guy was such a legend miss him so much that that's a that's i literally have that as one of my um one of my biggest fears i'm terrified of being appreciated dead post i'm i'm so scared of that i'm love i'm so scared of of more people being appreciative that i'm dead rather than i'm alive (laughs) it's a strange no i do i fear I I feel that and there's and I think there's there's validity to that feeling because you do feel like I mean especially for you guys doing you know Road Warriors tons of shows being out, meeting people creating that that unity that's out at a live show you talked about people from Wisconsin going to Michigan and seeing a show and all of a sudden you see them at you know a show in Minnesota then they're down in Illinois and it, the, the you know you just you meet all of these people and then you become like super cool and they're like, fuck you. Like, yeah. I remember I remember when Eric was like, we were hanging out doing shots of Jack Daniels outside Man, of their changed. tour, outside of the van, you know, yeah. with the trailer, the sprinter van with the trailer. And now he's like fucking tour bus guy, you know, doing collabs with Yellow Wolf. Fuck him. Oh, he died. Oh, bro. They, bro, I remember that time I was doing. now to do VIPs. Yeah. They charge. That, but that, then they use that same story that, fuck him, I remember doing shots of Jack Daniels with him. After you die, they're like, man, I remember that time. Oh, same story. Out in Kennesaw. Same. We saw him in Kennesaw, Georgia. And out, and we had shots of Jack Daniels. Oh, man, I, I loved, I loved, from the first album, I loved him. Like, wait a minute, what like what happened? Like, where where did the... Yeah. It's, it's the... It's vividly the same story, just a little bit different uh, diction on the words. Yeah. Instead of... And we were doing shots. Now he's an ass. (laughs) Oh, and he and he was just the kindest guy. Uh, Let's see. Booyah says uh, longest I've traveled to see uh, Eric was Michigan to Florida. Look at that. Michigan to Florida. What about the? um, We played at a place in Mississippi. I think it was either. Yeah, um, I can't remember the name of the city now, but it's. there's only like four in Mississippi. It's the one in the south. <laughs> it's the south. Um, it's there's one in each corner of the state. Yeah, it's just the southern Mississippi city, uh, Pascagoula. Anyway, uh, we played at this place, and the owner, absolutely wonderful human, and 
I believe he had been taken advantage of for a very long time. Thunder's Tavern. Thunder's huh? Tavern. Thunder's. That's the spot. Thunder's Tavern. That's the, that's the spot. Uh, incredible guy. This guy is an absolute angel on earth. Could have been the biggest cunt um, for several <laughs> years. However, I do. I will never remember him like that. Uh, he just had the potential to because of the world that he had around him. Yeah, he played uh, NFL uh, football for several years. Um, he had this. He has this. I'm, I'm not sure if he still has it. Um, of Thunder Tavern over there, but the the place had like two Olympic sized pools outside. Huge volleyball court, uh, big rock and roll stage with a wraparound bar, um, big dance floor, and it just smelled like cat piss, cat shit. <laughs> and I hope uh, the likelihood of him seeing this at all, um, very slim, uh, basically because it's the internet. Uh, and he's, <laughs> the, I don't know. The World Wide Web, www. Yeah, he's, he's a bit older now. Sweet guy, super sweet guy. But um, however, we that place just entirely infested with dead animals in the attic and you could smell it mm. uh cat piss all over the guy had been taken advantage of uh for years um i we wouldn't even take pay after playing there because i was like man it, it is uh I, nope you keep that uh <laughs> you keep you buy yourself some dinner we're gonna go we're gonna go this we're is gonna go, go do some hooking for money the, the pools were green I mean, Oof. and it was midsummer, so like no one's taking care of the whole place. There's grass growing up in the sand of the volleyball pit. Um, the the bartenders just giving out uh, free alcohol, but then uh, there was definitely some uh, underage drinking going on in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply because uh, the reason I knew that is because we had mm, we had a, we had we had several people on our side of the club that was watching the rock show. And then I noticed the people that came in were all ordering the same drink, about seven of them. Mm. And they're all like looking around, like making it all awkward. <laughs> and then they go play pool. <laughs> we'll be here no by the pool table, putting their drinks down on the floor. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, no, one's, ra- no one's racking. Uh, they, and it's clearly just underage. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> uh, Jeff actually did. He traveled from Michigan all the way down there. For uh, it was a good time though. The guy always threw a good party. It was always fun there. But uh, man, that was just reminiscent on those traveling days. Whew, that was a rough one. Plus, it, he says. Plus, the sound system went out two songs into the set. It did, and we played acoustic <laughs> right there on stage, no speakers because <laughs> it all died. Well, shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Life and that man. was the second time that's happened in my career. It so, happened once before. We were playing with Trapped in North Carolina, oof. and uh, shout out to Trap. By the way, a lot of people hate those dudes, but um, Chris has always been a super good guy to me. So like, I'm I'm still team Trapped. But um, those that the the storm barreled through, knocked out all the power, and there was nothing left, but there were 150 people in North Carolina packed into this room that could possibly hold 75. And there were tables in there. So it was, it was 
stinky packed and it was late august so mm. it was hot as shit in there mm. so it's this steaming pile of rock and roll going on in there and we decided we you know you know what um pull out your phones turn turn the flash on all the way up and uh, if we got enough light on stage we'll go ahead and just rock these things out and um then our uh our tour manager at the time decided that he was going to drive the bus up and plug turn the turn the the bus on with the generators and stuff plug in speakers run extension cords <laughs> inside the building we turned on like one light and we played the the rest of it acoustic and uh set it up well enough and had it to where we could run electric because we were like you know traps probably not going to go for this day but we still want them you know to play we can't let all these people down there here for right. the show they already paid for it so let's make it happen and then uh, Chris actually was just like, "Man, no, let's just, we're doing it acoustic. We just we'll 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 tone it down too. I, we were only supposed to be playing for forty five minutes a night, so not a big deal. We'll just play for an hour and a half. Fuck it, let's roll." And mm. and they did. And wow, what a, that was a, that was a pretty cool time. That was a pretty cool time. The awning of our bus got pulled off that night because of the wind, though. Uh, I do not remember it at all. No, no <laughs> clue. Just woke up the next day with a problem. She's like, shit, I'm going to have to fix this. <laughs> so we're doing shots of Jack Daniels outside of your bus. <laughs> oh, that's where that fucking story came from that night. That's how that always starts. It's a boy. What? No. <laughs> it's not. Hey, uh, man, I, I, I fucking love talking to you. I, I think that there's, uh, of all the people that I get a chance to, to send here and chat with, there's nobody that I... I love rapping with back and forth more because like we can take conversation anywhere and, and still get great insight of, of, you know, what you're going through and, you know, fighting off murder hornets and fucking new balance shoes. I mean, just living the living total dad life over there. And, uh, it's dude, Hey, I'm, I'm the same way. Like I, we got a letter in the mail today, uh, from the school district <clears throat> that we have the option of virtual learning. I'm like, go fuck yourself okay here's the option here's the option how many days can he be in there because that's how he's gonna i don't care if he has to wear a mask if he has to be in a bubble boy's going to school because i've i've been parenting non-stop since march like saint patty's day bro i'm not built for this i'm not built for this yeah same same when um when when our daughter got uh but they shut down daycare over here mm. for a hot minute when it first started, and uh, and she goes to daycare. We we call it school. We don't. We're trying to trick her. Um, I like it. She's she's gaining on it though. But anyway, they they shut that down and um, sent all the kids home. And uh, I was I was capable. I was able able to uh, run my normal day to day life, but still juggle her mm-hmm. during the daytime. And then I'd swap out at nighttime and, uh, man, that it's, it's different when people say it takes a community to raise a child. It really does because it takes one person to wreck that little mother. (laughs) And it it takes a community to save it. That's, that's all, that's all that happens there. See, this, This is what happens. Like my kid just came down and he shut my light off. Like he just walked in the room, waved at me, and shut the fucking light off. I'm like, 
This is why you're going to school four days a week because that's all they'll allow. Asshole. Take that, Dad. Take that shit. He came down. He's like, can I? He's like, he's like mouthing. Like, can I go outside? I'm like, yeah. And he just he walked out and shut the light off. I'm like, thank you. I guess a for knowing that we shut lights off when we leave a room. But usually, if there's somebody in the fucking room, you leave the light <laughs> on. You know, you just do the. You're kind of like, oh, I'm, I, I'm sorry, I forgot you were there, Dad. How old? How old? Uh, ten. Ten. Ten months too. So yeah. Well, they told me. Uh, so, they, it, so it doesn't get better, I see. No, because you know, I, you know, my my ex and I split like earlier this year. It was all part of the 2020, like the the narrative of it. And so I have him most of the time. And I, apparently, I'm doing a good job of oh, him. And hey, we don't have much money to pay the bills, so shut all the lights off. Shut the lights but off. At least he's picking up on my asshole tendencies as well. Like fuck you. There you go. Shut that there shit down, Dad. What's up? Yeah, team Team Coop. <laughs> Hashtag Team Coop, but no, brother. I I, I appreciate the time. I, I I wanted to get you on here just because I know we, we can just we can converse for for hours, and I want to I want to get back on here again. But I know you guys uh are are gonna storm twenty twenty one. I think that's seemingly the way things are looking. The rest of this year, it's kind of fisted and not in the fun way. Um, yeah, right here. That's where you find the fun, right? <laughs> what kind of party is this? It's one of these. One of these kind of parties. Have a seat, everybody. But uh, but 2021, I know that um, you guys are going to get out and fucking go and kill it, and and I I can't wait to see your beautiful faces again. Looking forward to it, man. Thank you for uh, for having me on. Could but, do it again. But you know what I do? Uh, I do have to say, seeing Matt Daniels on Insta, uh, and I'm a guy that works. I work out every day. I run. I lift shit, and then I see him working out, and I'm like, I'm a fucking pussy. Like, dude, bro, making me feel all inferior. <laughs> but we love him. All right, brother. Absolutely. Uh, and, oh, and Jeff, Jeff's on his way. Jeff's like, uh, Michigan has been shut down since March. Two kids at home, losing my mind. Two, man, that's worse. Man, I feel you, brother. Poor Jeff. Get out of the Democratic state. <laughs> They didn't. They, they didn't. They went red. They went red last election, bro. Michigan? Uh, in, well, in the uh, presidential. Oh, yeah, they, they, they still have the... I've heard stories about their uh, governor over there. Yeah. We'll leave yeah. it at that. We'll, we'll exit on that positive note. Hey, brother, I, I love you. <laughs> uh, much love to the fam. Uh, and uh, and get those new balances on and the, and the crop top and Daisy Dukes. Go mow that fucking lawn. All right, buddy. Thank All you right. so much. Much love. Take care of yourself, brother. You too. Later. Later.